that I got out of those two weeks of spending time with God every single day, crying, writing, reading the Bible, talking with my mentor, just anything I could do to hear God's voice properly. And then he told me this simple truth, and he said, Ruth, your voice is not my voice. And this is very deep. You know, we have heard a million times, you know, Isaiah 55, verse 8. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. Great, Ruth, you know. Thumbs up. We all know this verse. But it's one thing to live your whole life hearing these things, listening, and it's a completely different thing to walk it out. And I think often, I think I know it, I got it all together, and then God starts undoing, and he starts unraveling. And I realized a lot of times I put my voice, Ruth, as if it's God speaking to me personally. And God just wouldn't let me continue like that. So I realized a lot of the thoughts in my mind are lies. They're misbelief and there's condemnation and it's almost like such a fine line between these things that I don't know if it's my voice or if it's the enemy's voice or if it's God's voice. So I just got to this point and I'm like, okay, God, everything I've built up till this point just crumbled. How do I know if what I'm believing is truth? Because I feel this way, but it's not the truth. So I was sitting out on the grass (laughs) and God started showing me some things, and he showed me a picture. And he said, Ruth, you're standing in front of a mirror. And I said, yes, I totally see it. And he said, you feel exposed, you feel naked, and you feel disgust. This is very personal to me because I would like to stand here in front of you guys tonight and say God is has done, this is my life, this is amazing, and I want to, you know, for you guys to think, wow, Ruth, she's amazing, but the truth is, I'm just learning, so I was standing there, and God said, hey, you're not just feeling dislike when you look at yourself, but there is something so wrong in your mind that there's a sense of disgust, there's self-hatred in your heart, and it's, you know, we hear about it in church, thank you, Eva, (laughs) but it's one thing when God really has you going there, And I said, yes, God, you're right. I look at myself, and I feel disgust to the point I'm nauseous looking at myself. It's almost like I had been performing and doing things to the point so that I could cover up myself. Not for everyone else, but for me to see myself. Because I didn't like what I see when God is stripping away all the things we put our identity in. The way we sing, the way we walk, the way we have our friends, all these things. We build up our self-image. And I had built it on the wrong things. Of course, I've heard teachings. I mean, I've, I've known Jesus my whole life. I should be the one to know everything, to walk it out. And then God said, hey, there are some serious misconceptions, misconceptions in your mind. And we need to go there. And it's not comfortable. It's painful when God shows us these things. 
but he is so much more interested in us walking out the fullness of who he has created us to be than we are ourselves. And he just does not let us sit in this little pit of self-pity and lies. <clears throat> so I realized so many times in my life, I've believed these lies. I've, you know, we, we, we talk to ourselves in our minds all the time. And I somehow twisted it so much that when I feel condemnation, condemnation and these things, I portray it as if it's God. And I've perceived many things that are lies to be the truth, but God is the truth, and he brings us back to him. So God showed me that my thoughts are not his thoughts, and that my ways simply just are not his ways, because his thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts, and his ways are so much bigger and greater than our ways. And when we sing songs like we did today, you know, about God's love and his glory and how good he is, these are not songs for us just to sing, but this is the truth of who we are. And we have the choice to walk it out. So God had to bring me to the end of myself and saying, hey, are you going to choose to put your trust in me or you continue to live in your lives because you have a choice? And he also, you know, in all this, he's, he kept talking to me about the journey. And I was like, oh, God, you know, we hear about journey a lot in YWIM. Like, fine, I get it. But he said, you know, when you look at yourself in that mirror and you see all the bad things, you see the disgust, that's because you see who you want to be. You know, I think we all have a picture of, like, what we'll look like before we meet Jesus. Like, I know Ruth in the future. Like, man, she is the most loving person you'll ever meet. She's kind. She will cook for everyone like she is amazing <laughs> really guys and it's so easy for me to love this Ruth that's walked a whole life with God where God has chiseled not Ruth has chiseled away but God has worked in the in Ruth's life and God said hey what if it's not actually about becoming someone what if it's not about reaching that destination what if it's actually about you walking with me right now. Because I could love that Ruth, but I couldn't love this one. And I didn't even realize that me thinking like this, I am the one who's saying no to God's love. I am the one who's saying no to his freedom, to his joy. As much as I like to think, you know, to blame someone else, it's actually me. <laughs> and God loves who I am today with all my failures, all my mistakes. He just wants to walk with us. And I can't explain the freedom and the joy I've felt in the last few weeks after God did these things in my heart. And he's still doing it. But to really walk with him, it's actually freedom. It's not just, you know, we sing about him, we feel it maybe in worship. But it actually is just walking with him. And it's, I can't even put into words, but it is the best thing I've ever experienced. And that's what I want to share with you guys tonight, I want to propose that a lot of your thoughts may not be God's thoughts. That our minds, even though we build up these things and we study the word, even though sometimes our minds still get in the way, and we need to allow God to come in and reveal the truth, because he's the truth that lives within us. And I don't know about you, but I want to live in this close relationship with him. 
For me, it's never been about, you know, getting a position, but I want to be in a place where I know I'm fully committed to God and walking with Him, and that's what life is about. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to finish with reading to you Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9, so that you can continue to meditate on it, because it's one thing for me to share here, but I really hope that each and every one of you can take this to your own heart, because God really wants us to live in freedom and hope and joy. So Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Wow. You guys enjoyed it? It's powerful. Give it up for Ruth again. Praise the Lord. Just three people. What stood out for you? <laughs> Anybody out of Ruth was sharing? Thank you. I just have to share because I wanted to share something I wasn't going to unless you asked. <laughs> uh, just real quick testimony. This morning, uh, my wife and I are preparing next week to teach in the FCM school. And um, Stephanie's actually going to be teaching most of the time. I'm going to be in PE doing a DTS there. But anyway, uh, I sent a note to one of our mentors to, cause he teaches a lot on relationship and we're called, we're going to be teaching on relationship in the FCM. And he, I just asked him for some input, and he messaged back, and this is what he said to me. He said, just share your struggles, because your struggles are transformative. So, Ruth, I just want to affirm what you did tonight. You gave life because you were real. And we need to be at that place, guys and girls. It, we're not perfect You can be okay with who you are. And that's what brings transformation. How many of you felt hope when she was sharing? You weren't encouraged because she told you she had it all together. And let me tell you how I did it. You have hope because she shared who she really is. And that gives hope. Because a lot of us don't really like who we are. We struggle. It's real, folks. But it's where the life is. Jesus is the life. Amen. Thank you, Ruth, so much for sharing. Wow. Anybody else? What stood out for you? Embracing yourself. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Freedom. I think it's, it's, I think it's so powerful, you know, what she shared. So I agree with Cliff. Um, you know, when you sit, it's like waters. You know, there's loving waters. So you can see God's anointing of healing and counseling and intimacy, you know, just touching us. 
And I mean, that's the power. And I think one of the things of YOM, openness, brokenness, transparency. And that's God's heart. And even this morning as a ministry department, <laughs> the guys who was there in our meeting, we were planning and then suddenly it became a meeting of openness and brokenness, which is good. And I think even for us as a leadership, you know, we are not perfect. Amen. I don't know he's not perfect. Amen. Dan is not perfect. Amen. We all need one another. Junior is not perfect. Amen. <laughs> even, ju- even Junior is saying, Viva. <laughs> so this is where we are. And even for us, where God is taking us to share our wounds, to share our struggles, like you said, this is healthy. This is powerful. One of the beautiful things about the character and the nature of who God is, God is a lion. Hallelujah. But he's also a lamb. Shalom. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bless you guys.